0: faith, hope, and love abide. Love is patient. Love is kind. Love is what and who you are. Love is your deepest essence, a wellspring inside of you welling up into limitless life. The path of conscious love is a relationship calling forth who you really are. Welcome to Coalesce, a series of honest, inclusive, and contemplative reflections. Living in relational wholeness, we enter our. We pray Coalesce will enrich and deepen your experience along the path of conscious love. This is episode 67, Love is the Unceasing Stream of Reality. Before we get too far into this, please feel free at any time if the sound or video is experiencing technical difficulties to please let me know in the chat. Because it is a live stream, there's about a 40 second delay, so I will respond as I can. I'm Reverend Robert Farrell and no matter who you are or where you are on life's journey, you are welcome here. Each week we share in contemplative reflection as an opportunity to listen from your heart. These contemplative gatherings differ from other spiritual gatherings and how we are present, and how we are listened. Because to listen from the heart is to listen with a sustained receptivity to a beauty not yet thought about. It is listening with a contemplative state of attentiveness. And contemplation isn't about mastering what I am saying It's about being mastered by what mastered what I am saying. So often in our cognitive intelligence, we rush too soon to the conclusion, and we don't rest long enough in the sustained humility of really allowing ourselves to be interiorly accessed. So while you're here for this next 40 minutes or so, let go and enter into a deeper silence. Really try to open to and embrace questions and grace. Just like Psalm 42 says, deep calls to deep. Let the holy waves pass over you. So find a comfortable position that you can stay in and stay attentive and let's settle into this path of conscious love and begin by getting grounded in our contemplative state of sustained receptivity with a short grounding exercise.
1: For many of us, this moment feels chaotic and terribly stressful. Join us for a few moments to turn inward and connect to your innermost you. Gently close your eyes and feel the gentleness of breath inside your body as you repeat these words. My deepest me is love. My deepest me is whole. My deepest me is limitless. My deepest me is infinite. My deepest me is compassion. My deepest me is sacred. My deepest me is mystery. My deepest me is forgiveness. My deepest me is beauty. My deepest me is God. My deepest me has knowledge to give. I open my heart and listen.
0: Tonight's reflection begins with my gratitude for Jack Zareal, Albert Einstein, Ken Wilber, and Richard Rohr for much of the wisdom that they have shared is included in tonight's reflection. That love is the unceasing stream of reality. And tonight with a, a slight deviation I want to begin by spending just a few moments to give some foundational understanding into this deep reflection of love as a stream of reality. The relation of contemplation to action is simple. One who attempts to act and do things for others or for the world without deepening His own or her own self-understanding, freedom, integrity, and capacity to love will not have anything to give others. She will communicate to them nothing but the contagion of her own obsessions, his or her aggressions, his or her ego-centered ambitions, his or her delusions about ends and means his or her doctrinaire prejudices and ideas. There's nothing more tragic in the modern world than the misuse of power and action. I founded contemplative inner being in part because there is a deep need for the integration of both action and contemplation. Many social activists are doing excellent social analysis, and advocating for crucial social issues. But they are not working from an energy of love except in their own minds. They are still living out of their false self with the need to win, the need to look good, the attachment to a superior, politically correct self-image. They might have the answer, but they are not themselves the answer. In fact, they are often part of the problem, and that's one reason that most revolutions fail. For that very reason, great spiritual teachers first emphasize transformation in consciousness and soul. You see, when a subjugated people rise to power, they often become as controlling and dominating as their oppressors because the same demon of power has never been exercised in them. It's true. We need less reformation and more transformation. The lie always comes in a new form that looks like enlightenment. And we are easily allured by the next new thing, the new politically correct agenda. And then we discover it's run by unenlightened people who, in fact, do not love God but love themselves. They do not love the truth but love control. The need to be in power to have control and to say someone else is wrong is not enlightenment. Such unenlightened leaders do not love true freedom for everybody but freedom for their new ideas. Untran- uh, untransformed liberals often like the ability to sacrifice the self or create foundations that last. They can't let go of their own need for change and control, and cannot stand still in a patient, humble way, as people of deep faith often can. Even Jesus prayed for fruit, John 15, 16, fruit that will last. Conservatives, on the other hand, Idealize anything that lasts. But then stop asking the question, is it actually bearing any fruit? It really is the perennial battle between ideologues and pragmaticism. If we are going to have truly prophetic people who go beyond the categories of liberal and conservative, we have to teach them some way to integrate their needed activism with a truly contemplative mind and heart. I believe it's true that once you learn how to look out at life from the contemplative eyes of the true self, your politics and economics are going to change on their own. There's no need to teach you what your politics should or shouldn't be. Once you see things contemplatively, you'll begin to seek the bias from the bottom, you'll be free to embrace your own shadow, and you can live at peace with those who are different. From a contemplative stance, you'll know what action is yours to do almost naturally. now that I've shared this foundational viewpoint, let us transition even deeper with this song about the water of your love. My blood
2: flows like a river to the heart of the ocean. Where my soul finds completion in the water of your love my blood flows like a river to
0: we called to be transformed by an alternative consciousness? We are trying to solve most of our problems with the same mind that caused caused them. The calculating, dualistic, egocentric mind which reads everything in terms of short-term effect, in terms of what's in it for me, and how I can look good. The alternative vantage point is the contemplative mind, also called the non-dual mind. Contemplation, simply put, is entering a deeper silence and letting go of our habitual thoughts, sensations, and feelings. Contemplative consciousness moves beyond self-centered. Mature, authentic spirituality calls us into experiences and teaches us that open and teachings that open us to an actual transformation of consciousness. See Romans 12 1 and 2. Contemplative practice is necessary to be able to detach from your own agenda, your own anger, your own fear, and your own ego. As Jack Zareal, founder of Just Faith, puts it, the world cannot be changed by love to become just unless we are changed by love to become whole. But we cannot be made whole without engaging in the work of making the world whole. Personal transformation and social transformation are one piece. For a full lifestyle change, we need both action and contemplation. And we need to be able to explore the question, Who are you? Who am I? To live in the present moment requires a change in our inner posture. What is this I, the ego, that I take so seriously? Contemplation waits to discover what this I consists of. It waits patiently. We have to calmly observe our own stream of conscious and see its compulsive patterns. We wait in silence. In silence, all our usual patterns assault us. Our patterns of control, addiction, negativity, tension, anger, and fear. They all assert themselves. And it is in this silence, just as Mark 1.13 says, that the Spirit drives us into the wilderness where we face our wild beast. So in contemplation, you have to become the watcher where you step back from those things and observe them without judgment. You separate from them and you watch them over there, until you realize that thought, that feeling, is not me. Most people live out of their false self, so they think they are their thinking. And contemplation is moving us to a level beneath your thoughts, the level of pure and naked being, the level of who you are in God. It's true you are not God. And it's also true you are not other than God. How do we stay in conscious, loving union? Our inner attitudes and states are the real sources of our problems. Our inner attitudes and states are the real sources of our problems. Jesus clearly begins with the necessity of a pure heart. Matthew 5.8 Jesus tells us to not harbor hateful anger or call people names in our hearts like fool or worthless person. Matthew 5.22 If we are walking around all day thinking... What an idiot he is. We are living out of death, not life. Death energy instead of life force. We cannot afford even inner disconnection from love. We cannot afford even inner disconnection from love. How we live in our hearts is our real truth. In Matthew 5.44, Jesus insists that we love our enemies and pray for those who persecute us. For Jesus, prayer seems to be a, a matter of waiting in love, returning to love, trusting that love is the unceasing stream of reality. Whatever we do in conscious loving union with reality is prayer. And that is what it means to pray unceasingly, as it says in 1 Thess- Thessalonians 5.17. And this transformation, isn't it about a new creation? Religion has always performed two very important and very different functions. One, it acts as a way of creating meaning for the separate self, helping the separate self make sense of and endure the slings and arrows of outrageous fortune. At this level, religion consoles the self, fortifies the self, defends the self, and promotes the self. It's true, You have to have an ego to let go of an ego. You have to have a self to move beyond the self. At another level, in a usually very, very small minority, religion is the function of radical transformation and liberation. At this level, religion utterly shatters the self. Devastates the self. Emptiness and explosion. In short, it's not a conventional bolstering of consciousness, but a radical transmutation and transformation at the deepest seat of consciousness itself. You see, the deepest depths of the depths of God and the deepest depths of the depths of you are by god's grace one depth religion really is about becoming a new creation galatians 6:15 the true self the soul is all about right relationships not requirements it's about being connected not correct. Contemplation is indeed radical because it's a way of being in the world, walking in the world, and seeing the world that is absolutely different than the daily grind of ideas and contest. Because in your heart is the road. Don't be hurried.
3: In my heart is the road And I will not be hurried In my heart is the road Bless my feet on the journey To Jerusalem To Jerusalem To the place of peace To the place of peace In my heart is the road And I will not be hurried In my heart is the road Bless my feet on the journey to Jerusalem, to Jerusalem, to the place of peace, to the place of peace. In my heart is the road And I will not be hurried In my heart is the road Bless my feet on the journey To Jerusalem To Jerusalem To the place of peace To the place of peace In my heart is the road And I will not be hurried In my heart is the road Bless my feet on the journey To Jerusalem, to Jerusalem, to the place of peace, to the place
0: of peace. Are you able to recognize that everything is beautiful? No life is immune from suffering. When we are broken, we are most open to contemplation. We allow ourselves to be led into the silence that holds everything together in wholeness. We eventually recognize everything is still beautiful by facing the conflicts between how reality is and how you wish it could be. Jesus doesn't hesitate to name good and evil and to show that evil is a serious matter. And Jesus goes on to overcome these dualisms by what we would call the contemplative mind. Beginning with dualistic action and moving toward contemplation, Seems to be the more common path in the modern era. We see this pattern in Dorothy Day, Thomas Merton, Martin Luther King Jr., Mother Teresa, and Jean Venere. They entered into the pain of society. And had to go to God to find rest for their soul because their soul was so torn by the broken, split nature of almost everything, including themselves. And this is love. And love is the unceasing stream of reality. So let us... Take this moment as we come to the close of our reflection tonight and take this moment to connect with love, that unceasing stream of reality where everything is beautiful. With your eyes closed and your hands on your heart, rest in that unceasing stream of reality. Rest in silence and be still for one minute. Continuing to rest in that unceasing stream, you're invited to reflect on the experience you had tonight. So, as deep calls unto deep, open yourself to awe, wonder, and grace, and reflect on what you heard tonight, what you heard with your heart. As you stay in this restful place, see if there's one word or maybe a tiny short phrase that's arising from the depth of who you are, and if you're so moved and Wish it to be held in prayer and love by the community. You're welcome to share that word or short phrase in the chat section. So each week, we offer you a spiritual practice to help support you on your spiritual path. And this week, the spiritual practice is Love's Reconciliation and Transformation. You'll be able to find the guidelines for this practice on the Contemplative Inner Being website. And I'll put the link for that into the chat section. I'll go over that guideline with you now. As I said, each week we offer an invitation to contemplative practice. Though I hope you're finding quiet contemplative moments each day, there are many different ways to pray. If you haven't found a regular practice, then I'd like to encourage you to try different experiences and stay with one for a while. Over time, months, years, or maybe even a full lifetime, contemplation gradually opens our hearts, minds, and bodies to love as our true self. And in the link that I'll share, there's another link to something called the Tree of Contemplative Practices. Take a look at it. It lists several contemplative practices and see if a practice connects with your heart. And just as we did today, each week you're invited to see if one word or phrase arises from within after the reflection. So you might find that word or phrase and repeat it as a mantra speaking, chanting, or thinking the words with intention and an attitude of surrender. You can even take the phrase further and deeper through journaling or art. Or you could choose a single word from the phrase to use as a touchstone in Centering Prayer. For this week, perhaps list some seeming paradoxes in your life for which you need love's reconciliation and transformation. We'll conclude our session today with a blessing and a song. And my gratitude for you being here whether you're here for the live session or the recorded session. May you see with the eyes of your heart. May you love one another with joy and compassion. And may all beings come to know that divine presence within. And may your days and week to come traveled on the path of conscious love. Peace to all, light to all, love to all. Sat Nam. Amen. Today's music was by Sonatam Carr, Surgeon Carr, Simon DeVoyle, and Paul Isaac.
4: How many lifetimes have I spent searching For something that can't be explained For something that can't be tamed Searching for someone to show me the way Tell me that it's okay To work through my suffering So I look within I find myself anew And let this light shine through In everything that I do If darkness should fall I'll call upon this light Remember that my heart was touched When I felt the Shakti rush
5: And I'm Look into the eyes of the eyes of love, look into the eyes of the eyes of love, I look into the eyes of, the eyes of love, I look into the eyes of, the eyes of love.
4: My heart is open and there is more to come More less to dismind More work to be done The masks I wear are slowly peeling off Cause there's no need to hide From this truth inside The seeds been planted and this tree will grow, and the fruits that I sow will surely feed the soul. So my friend, I am done waiting. Yes, I'm here now
5: and I surrender. I look into the eyes of the eyes of love, look into the eyes of the eyes of love. I look into the eyes of the eyes of love. I look into the eyes of the eyes of love. Through the eyes of the eyes of love, and now I'm looking through the eyes of the eyes of love. I'm looking through.
0: Coalesce is created, quilted, and shared in a gentle embrace. Our thanks to Reverend Robert Farrell for giving his voice to the path of conscious love. You are me, and I am you. Isn't it obvious that we enter our? We pray, Coalesce.